Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Turn Bark Time. I'm the Turn. I'm Lark. And we're still here for a long time. Season two, two. episode 17. 17. This doesn't come out really nice and even, but 17 is what we are on. Welcome back. I hope you're here. This is going to be a real fun category. And I just want to preface this with I got a text message. Um, I believe on Tuesday, and it all of this text message said was cocaine hippos of Colombia, and my response to this text message was I'm in, and Barker's response was, "This is why we work so well together." Yep, because most I, people I wouldn't know the... what the heck he was talking about. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the cocaine hippos of Colombia. <clears throat> And uh, Barger, talk, walk the people through. What, what was your reasoning for this? Well, I, I'm a fine connoisseur of dad jokes. Um, and it all came about because I was like trying to find one for uh, hypocritical. And ah. I was like thinking about it. And then I was, I told people about these, you know, Pablo Escobar, who was yeah. the head of the Medellin drug cartel and moved lots of cocaine from Colombia to Mexico to America. Thank you, Netflix, for dramatizing that. Um, and so, you know, I was like, I would tell kids the story and I get to the punchline and they're like, oh, it's fake. And I'm like, no, 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 the hippos are real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, granted, when you say like cocaine hippos, people envision like, you know, like the radioactive boars of Chernobyl yeah. Like, they're just hippos that he bought with cocaine money. Yeah. I, I've yet to find any record of him feeding, feeding cocaine to the hippos. So just calm him. down. They're they're not mutant hippos. That would cost him so much money to feed the cocaine to the hippos. Like he would lose money on that. Big animals. Yeah. So long story short, what happened was in, in Pablo Escobar's heyday. Um, so somewhere between the late 70s and the early 80s, because one doesn't exactly keep receipts when buying <laughs> hippos and other exotic animals that are probably not necessarily legal to import to Colombia or to export from other places. Like, he bought the hippos in America. Um, I did see an article that said New Orleans, but we'll see if that's true or not. There's yeah. kind of a shady history between hippos and Louisiana that I'll get to later. So <laughs> bonus content. Um <laughs> But he brought these four, he brought four hippos, right? And if you're not, you like, everybody loves hippos, right? Big shout out to our, our fake niece, Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. Um, Hippo lover. <laughs> down in the Tri-Cities. Hopefully this doesn't change your opinion of the uh, the lovable hippos, um, as everybody likes to deem them. But uh, he, he, so Pablo Escobar built himself a zoo at his for lack of a better term, his, his drug dealer mansion, yeah, which is compound. the Hacienda Napolis, yeah, Hacienda which, which is now, which is now a Jurassic Park-esque animal farm, animal park. Yep. They've turned into a tourist attraction. Um, so anyways, Pablo has other animals, brings these four hippos in. And then in 1993, things between the Medellin cartel and the government like go south and he gets shot. And so the government takes control of the Hacienda Napoles, and they distribute all of the other exotic animals to other zoos, except for the hippos. 
because if you didn't know this, hippos are pretty hard to transport. <laughs> They're not like an easy animal to like pack up and move. They they weigh roughly somewhere. It's an adult hippo. If it's a male, females are smaller. There's sexual dimorphism, meaning the males are bigger, just like gorillas, um, a lot of other species. But anyway, a male hippo can get up to 9,000 pounds, 9,000 pounds. Um, and then a female hippo at her slenderest is uh, 3,000 pounds. So, right, they're not exactly small animals. They're very territorial, and they can be very aggressive, right? <clears throat> they estimate, according to the BBC, so yep. if I'm wrong, blame the BBC. The BBC. <laughs> Brought to you by the British Broadcasting Channel. Um, anyways, they estimate that hippos kill 500 people a year in Africa. And the reason it's in Africa, I was confused by this, because you Google it and then it says 3,000 people globally, but hippos only exist in Africa. In Colombia. So how can they kill, how can they kill the other 2,500 people? Do yeah. they go on, like, covert hippo assassination yeah. missions? The 9,000-pound hippo, like, tiptoeing. <laughs> They just drop hippos out of the sky. Choo, choo, yeah. choo, choo, choo. Piloted from planes, piloted by hippos. <laughs> they just me. make their cute little like, like sounds as they like smash people. Yeah. Um, Land on people. <laughs> yeah. So the problem is, the the government just kind of like was like deuces, we're out, and yeah. these hippos went back to the wild. Like they they expanded through the compound. Um, and uh, hippos are, are known for being quite amorous, and uh, they're the third largest land mammal. So they're not, you know, I mean, they're, they're I think they're behind hippos and rhino, or not? Sorry, elephants and rhinos. Sorry, they're hippos. Hippos are behind hippos. No, it doesn't work. Um, they're behind elephants and rhinos. But it started with four, and now they estimate that there's between somewhere between like ninety and a hundred, over a hundred hippos in Colombia. And the problem is, is that hippos aren't supposed to be in Colombia, right? <laughs> Just like if you put me, I don't know, you put me in Canada. Hey, I'm not supposed to be there. <laughs> we put you in Colombia. Yeah. The same thing. <laughs> I've got no natural predators. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, and so there's debate about whether – so everybody loves hippos, like our friend Caitlin, right? Oh, they're so cute. Look at their ears. But then they can also like do things where like they can like drown you or like eat you. <laughs> yeah, they can kill you. Um, and they also produce per hippo about four hundred pounds of poo a day. Yeah. Or sorry, as they say, and we've we've been reading a lot of scientific articles, uh, organic material that is introduced to the water systems. Um, it's a really nice way of just saying poop. Poo. <laughs> they poo a lot. Poo. Big animal, big poo. And so part of the problem from an ecological standpoint is that all that poo leads to algae, and that algae grows during the day, which is fine, and it produces a lot of oxygen. But the problem is, is at night when the sun goes down, those plants quit producing oxygen or something, and they suck like all the oxygen out of the water. Yeah. And then that sucks for the fish because there's no oxygen left in the water for the fish to extract so they can breathe so yeah. it leads to fish die off which has happened in places in kenya which is what people are citing as evidence um for why hippos are bad and hippos should be they're an invasive species right they're the cane toads of colombia they're just way bigger yeah people like them a lot more um 
And on the flip side, the one article is like, are they good? And they talk about, they compare them to freaking like prehistoric giant llamas. They're like, the last time there was a terrestrial animal of this size in the Americas, it was the big-headed llama. You know what happened to him? His head got too big. He was too full of himself. And people yeah. came and ate him. Right? So they wanted to, like, things go back to, like, they're like, it could restore the environment to, like, what it was, like, in the freaking, like, Pliocene or whatever. Like, I'm not a, don't, somebody's going to go look up, like, ah, that's the Jurassic period. It's the, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, they're going to take the environment back 10,000 years. Yeah. Right? And that's not necessarily good for all of the animals that have adapted and, like, live on the planet in this time frame. So... The question is, what do we do with these hippos? And the government said, we could shoot the hippos. Yeah. And they brought in, the, the military went out on a, a hippo hunt, and they killed, uh, his name was Pepe. R.I.P. Pepe. Yeah. Um, Sounds took like a, Harambe. All now. <laughs> it's all starting all over again. He's like the Colombian Harambe. Mm-hmm. Um, and people got mad, because like they took like the, you know, like a, a sporting picture of like all these military dudes around this hippo, and people were like, don't kill the hippos they're fat lovable people that's why people like me so much i guess i don't know right mm-hmm. um and so now the question is how do we deal with the hippos and one of the biggest things is that they've looked at this and they're actually like it's it's a contentious issue like i thought this would kind of be like a no-brainer like everyone would be like yeah like we shouldn't have hippos here we need to get rid of hippos but there are actually people a, a large people amount of people in columbia who are like don't kill these hippos like we like them and there are even biologists that come out and say, well, like, this guarantees that the hippo population uh, worldwide will last, you know, because, like, obviously Africa has its own issues and things like that. And so they're worried about hippos in Africa. And so they're like, well, if we have this herd of hippos, which is the largest herd of hippos outside of Africa, no duh, right? Because the next largest hippos herd is in a zoo somewhere with, like, four of them, maybe. Um <laughs> And so, you know, you're talking 90 to 120 hippos that are living. So they're like, okay, what can we do to control them? So this led me to the question of, like, if these hippos are basically eating, pooping, and making hippo babies, like, what's the gestation period for a hippo? And we learned it's eight months. So hippos, even though they're larger than us, pump out babies faster than us by about a month. And so the logical explanation that they kind of came up with, they're like, hey, let's control the hippo population by sterilization, right? So we'll Thanks, control- Bob Barker. Yeah, we'll control them. Yeah, help control the pet population. Have your hippos spayed or neutered, you know? <laughs> but here's the problem, and Barker informed me this. Barker, let's go ahead and talk about the anatomy of a hippo and talk about how hard it is to sterilize them. So, well, to sterilize them, they, they castrate them, just like you would with... Uh, bulls or horses or whatever, right. right? The the problem with the anatomy of a hippo is where in a lot of those livestock animals, the the bits and pieces that you need to get rid of are on the outside. The hippo, <laughs> they're they're inside the body. They're yep. protected by a layer of fat For because fat. apparently that is one of the things that the hippos, when two male hippos try and fight, that is one of the target areas. So it's a natural adaptation that they uh, retract into the body. And in a, a scientific American article I was reading, cite your source, um, they can retract up to 16 inches, which, I mean, I was like, yeah, like you're like elbow deep. And so they have to like, try and trank these 9,000 pound 
hippos. Now you got and you got to play the game of too much kills them and not enough they eat Kills you. you. <laughs> and like you literally have to trank them, roll them on their side, lift their leg with a crane. Yep. Make the incision. You, know, you take an ultrasound, you locate them, make the incision, then you have to re-ultrasound because when the body as a natural defense mechanism and it they <laughs> retreat into the body and then you have to go find them. And I think they were saying, I was watching, oh, was it, I think it was Vox was there. And they were talking to a biologist and he said that they castrate one per year for $50,000. $50,000 for one hippo. And they're in the wild. You can't guarantee. But that's only one hippo. And there's like five to 10 hippos being born per year. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're losing the race. Yep. Right. And to relocate a juvenile hippo, it's $4,500. And that was just a domestic relocation in Colombia, right? So they're not even leaving Colombia yet. Um, and part of the problem is, is that they have no natural predators. Nope. Really, you think about like what, what the big thing that limits hippo population in Africa, one of the biggest things is, is environmental factors, drought. And so, like, there's a dry season, the water dries up, and if there's too many hippos, like, there's not enough water to go around, they stay out of the water and they die. The problem in Colombia is Colombia doesn't have droughts. Yeah. And so there's never – and the, there's also – if there's never a drought, there's never a dip in food. Yeah. So these hippos are literally eating – like, like it, it's – somebody – call it hippo paradise because it literally is hippo paradise. Like, it's always rainy. There's always plenty of water. And there's always plenty of food. So what do animals do? Like you go back to like Darwin, right? Survival of the fittest. He whoever like, you know, lives the most and has the most progeny, which means like you just need to like eat and reproduce as long as possible. That's what these hippos are doing. And the problem is, is that they've tried to put up like they, they even showed they're like around the hacienda. They're like, here's the fence with rocks. And they were talking to the guy and they're like, does that work? And he's like, oh, no, they just jump. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, well, it's got barbed wire on it. He's like, eh, it's like, it's like a scratch to them. He's like, they don't care. And the problem is, is that when, and this is where some of the, the deaths happen in Africa, is when the drought hits, it forces fishermen in like in Kenya to invade upon the territory of the hippos because there's less water, right? So like the fish are in that smaller amount of water with the hippos. And then the hippos get territorial and like knock over the fishermen to protect their area. And that's where it like leads to the death of people. It's not like hippos are stalking people and like yeah. eating them in the night, as terrorizing as that would be. But like there's there's you know, they're starting to it's the same problem as like cities get closer to like the American wilderness and like bears and cougars and stuff like yeah. like Afreda. Cougars in your house. Yeah. Um go your sink. <laughs> um, you know, now instead of a hundred and eighty pound, two hundred pound cat, it's a nine thousand pound hippo tank of nature yep right um it's just it's, it's really hard to understand like and it really has put columbia columbia's like in this like terrible spot where they're like people just like them yeah and like they go they literally went through and they listed like you can hunt jaguars you can hunt bears you can hunt like listed off like all these other animals that are invasive like there are species that cause problems he's like nobody cares but you kill one hippo, and the whole country calls you a murderer. Yep. And he's like, they are damaging. 
and it's not only that like they 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 change the environment they they potentially could trample all the grassland or damage the grasslands um they're competing in the environment with the antillian manatee right who's gonna save the manatee manatee man right yeah. sorry that's a z100 yep bit from way back when um and like there's i think there's turtles as well but like they're they're, they're anytime something comes into a habitat that's not supposed to be there it screws stuff up and it really should be a cautionary tale and my, and my bonus fact for this episode mr turner is that yep. it almost it almost happened in america really okay lay it on me the new orleans hippos in 1910 a representative from louisiana introduced a bill 23 it's 2361 in 1910 to the 60, I think it was the 62nd Congress, introduced a bill to spend $250,000, which today would be about $7 million, to import hippos to the bayous of Louisiana. What was his logic? Twofold. First problem. A Japanese delegation had come to visit, and they brought a beautiful water hyacinth. The problem is, is that the water hyacinth, while beautiful, clogs American waterways. Yep. So they had all of these plants, invasive plants. How do we get rid of invasive plants? You bring in an invasive animal. Yeah, hippos. <laughs> and the second reason was, is that after you gorged the hippos on all of the water hyacinths, is that you would slaughter them and use them as meat because there was a beef shortage. Um, and so they called them, they referred to them in testimony in Congress Oh, what was it? As Lake Cow Bacon. Lake Cow Bacon. And one of the guys who introduced the... It was introduced by two guys, so outside of the congressman. Frederick Russell Burnham, who was the inspiration for the Boy Scouts. Inspiration for Indiana Jones. Oh, really? Yeah, he'd gone and fought in the Boers War, been a tracker, been all over the world, it dealt with hippos. Somehow okay. was part of his plot. And then there was a guy named Fritz Duquesne, who was a Boer, right, a Dutch South African, who yep. apparently must have had the corner on some hippos in South Africa, looking to make some cash. Yeah. And they were trying to convince the American Congress to approve a bill to bring hippos to Louisiana. And they were like, oh, you can just fence them in. <laughs> and they were like, well, can't they get out? And they're like, oh, no, it's easy to keep them pinned. Yeah. And so they introduced it. There wasn't enough time left in that session of Congress to get it voted on. Yeah. So they waited, and by the time he reintroduced it, there wasn't enough momentum. The beef crisis had like subsided, um, and apparently it fell a few votes short from actually being passed. Wow. So America? We almost had hippos. We were this close to a hippocalypse. <laughs> You've been waiting all day to say that, haven't you? I just made that one up. It oh, just God. came to me. I like that. I like that. So let us look at columbia as a cautionary tale yeah and realize that we were dangerously close well and you, you you think about invasive species just in general right like there are multiple invasive species in the united states right whether it be plants or animals but when you talk about like hippos you're talking about like just such a grand like such a bigger thing right like most invasive species we talk about are like plants or like smaller animals that like take up space from native species a hippo's, like you said, a 3,000 to 9,000 pound animal that, like, is an invasive species. Like, that's literally the definition. Like, you could be going down the river in Colombia and be like, that's a hippo. Like, that's a big 
hippo. I almost swore on our show, and I got to make sure I don't do that. So, again, wanted to update you guys just so you were aware. There are, we call them the cocaine hippos of Colombia because Pablo Escobar spent cocaine money on bringing them to his private zoo. Um, again, his private zoo got taken out of business when he got taken out of business, uh, but due to a bullet. And uh, yeah, so they left the hippos just to, to do what they wanted to, and they flourished. So we're looking at about 90 to 120 hippos in Colombia. So, you know, if anyone's got any ideas. The best solution available at the moment is what they're, they're trying chemical castration, oh. where they're essentially trying to get the males to come into pens and eat essentially like laced cabbage, because that's apparently hippos' weak spot is for cabbage. Yeah. And it's worked with hogs, wild hogs. That's another invasive species that's all over the Americas. Um, go, go Razorbacks. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what they're trying right now. But it, it's still, it, it costs money and they're wild and they're roaming. And yeah. the other thing that people don't like that we, I guess, haven't really put in perspective for you is that the they're next to a river system, the River um, Magdalena, which they coined as the Mississippi of Venezuela. Like yep. it is the main water artery that runs through Colombia to the sea. Yep. And if nothing stops the hippos, <laughs> like they're right. It, populations grow exponentially. Yep. Right. The more babies you have, then the babies start having babies and the babies start having, you know what I mean? They're they're looking at having like a problem of hundreds of hippos in a decade could be a problem of thousands of hippos. hippos. Even tens of thousands of hippos. Because again, like the numbers we talked about, like they started with four, I believe, right? We said four. They yep. started with four, and in two thousand seven there were sixteen hippos, right? So they've quadrupled. And then you look at 2000, I want to say it was 2014, it was believed to be 40 hippos. And uh, and now we're in, you know, 2019 was the last number that I found. And we were talking that number of 100 and, or 90 to 120 hippos. All right. So the hippos are just growing, like you said, exponentially. We have to be careful, right? Hashtag pay attention to hippos. Don't let the hippocalypse happen. Stop the hippocalypse. Stop and it, it, the, really, the, the problem is, does public sentiment prevent the government from doing what they know is responsible and right for the country? Yep. yep. You know, to protect their environment, to protect their economy, unless they're going to transition to, right, kids in school being like, when I, you know, Yo quiero ranchar los hippopotamos. You know, I want to ranch. You know, people are like, can you farm hippos? You can't. You don't plant them. You yeah. ranch animals. You ranch them. Ranchar to ranch. Well, let's think about this, right? Are hippos actually going to settle in on a ranch? Just need a bigger, stronger fence. Yep, and a lot more cabbage. Need a little avatar of the last airbender. My cabbages! <laughs> so... America, it could have been us. It could have been us. Like, could you Next imagine thing, how man. worse? Oh, man. Hurricane Katrina plus hippos. Yeah, it's South America. Could you imagine hippos just wandering New Orleans? 
Yeah, well, like you think about like we already have like the Asian carp, right? The Asian carp is this yeah. big problem now, right? They can jump up and hit you in the face. Now imagine that that Asian carp's nine thousand pounds, and you know it's like a Volkswagen Beetle like hitting you in the face. Yep, it is no bueno, as they say in Colombia, <laughs> and muy guano. <laughs> oh man, so, that's a lot yeah. of algae. Yep, <laughs> Jesus. I hope you enjoyed our episode on the cocaine hippos. I hope you, uh, this is a fun topic to talk about. Um, so again, take a look, right? Cocaine hippos in Columbia. Let us know your opinion. You know, is it, are you paying the 50 grand to sterilize a hippo or to try and sterilize a hippo? By the way, on the sterilization, I forgot a fact. Uh, not only do they cost $50,000 to sterilize a hippo, the hippo that they did it most recently to almost knocked the crane over. Like, trying to turn it over like lift it with a crane it almost knocked the crane over so um yeah it's fun one to talk about barker great topic um until next time i'm gonna be the turn i'm the bark and we're gonna be here a long time have a good night everybody be safe and be well